welcome to 2022 and what an exciting upcoming year I have planned for us. Thanks for joining me and listening to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. I am your host, Tanya Octave, the Integrative Clinician. This year, the focus is going to be on Octave's method. I will discuss seven strategies to heal thy mind and how you can develop, implement, and strategize a plan to bring you towards wellness, happiness, and success. The Octaves Method is a simple way to talk about an integrative plan using my last name. There are seven strategies. One, O is for observation. This will address one's spiritual health. Two, C is for compassion, to manage one's ego health. Three, T is for therapy, to address mental and emotional health. Four, A is for animals, to address playful, childlike behaviors, and also considering animals and pets to support this process. Five, V is for victuals, one's nutritional health. Six, E is for exercise, one's physical health. And seven, S is for socialize, relational health, primarily focusing on yourself and less with others. As you listen over the following months, you will learn how symptoms associated with anxiety, depression, trauma, ADHD, and even autism can be managed in an integrative fashion. You have many options in how you choose to listen. You may decide to get a pen and a pencil and take some notes. You may choose to listen while engaged in another activity like walking, cleaning the house, maybe even driving, but be mindful of safety, especially during our meditation episodes. You may also choose to listen to episodes in part or binge watch them on a particular day. You have options and however you choose, thanks for your support. So let's get started. psychological, mental health, or legal advice. Although I am a licensed professional, this is intended for information only and not as a formal treatment. By listening, you are agreeing to these terms. You should seek a professional for individual and specific questions regarding your overall wellness, happiness, and success. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. Last week, I gave you a little information about the Octaves Method, how I created a method to move and guide anyone towards mental wellness. I will introduce parts of the Octaves Method to you 
for the following next couple of weeks. First, I will talk a little bit about the topic, then I will share more stories and examples of how to integrate the Octaves method in your life. Let's begin. It took me some time to think about what would be most effectively able to represent the O in terms of mental wellness. O is the first letter in the Octaves method. Now, I am a big proponent of spirituality. So I thought to myself, what does it mean to be spiritual or religious to me or to anyone? So that's what I did. I started asking everyone I knew. I talked with friends, family, patients, co-collaborators in my book, and those I randomly met. One day, a guy asked me to help put groceries in my car. I clearly did not need help, but the guy was disheveled, unkept, and had an odor. So I asked him if he was hungry, gave him a veggie sandwich, put my groceries away, and sat in the car and watched. You see, I didn't need help with the groceries. As I reflected in that car, this experience made me think less about what I needed and more about what this man needed at the moment. I knew spinach would support his health needs. And once again, my goal is to move people towards wellness and not illness. In just the few moments alone in the car, I sat in silence, <laughs> double checking my doors were locked because that behavior has been ingrained in me most of my life. I observed this man. I watched him devour the food I got. He did take the tomatoes off, but the spinach remained on the sandwich. I saw him interacting with a few other people. He laughed and even got two more people to give him something to drink and some spare change. Then I thought I was observing what was going on in his life and I should refocus this energy on observing me. Observing what is going on with me at this moment, sitting in the car, watching this guy. So the focus changed. It was less about him and more about me. Therefore, O is about observation. It's reflecting on yourself, spending time in silence with yourself and figuring out what you like and maybe what you don't like. I did continue to gather information from others, listening with a different ear. You see, my hearing, seeing, touching, even smelling, feeling, and behavior changed if I were to be on a path to wellness. So, as I suggest many times, start with yourself first. When there's a problem, because you are probably the one with the solution to the problem, I moved from thinking limitedly about spirituality and religion to expanding this to include what spirit means to me. 
Observation as a concept is used in therapy as I work with you. It is also those experiences from people worldwide, from different cultures and communities with other languages and cultural expectations. You see, what occurs to you also happens to me because there's some of this interdependent stuff going on. So if I move towards mental wellness and overall happiness and success, I help those around me to move in this direction. Keep in mind, the opposite can be true too. If I am unhealthy, I feed the unhealthiness in others. And I don't want to do those. I don't want to do that to those who I care about. I don't want to do that to those who I don't even know and not know if I don't care about them because I want to care about everyone. You see, observation is your relationship with God, the creator within you. Yes, your God-like nature. And our work together is to support you in rediscovering this. Now, although there is no hierarchy to using the acronym, Octave's method, I, along with many others, have conditioned ourselves to set aside maybe Sundays for a spiritual practice. But no, you get to have a choice about this. So if you choose it to be on Sundays or Saturdays or in the mornings, afternoons or evenings, if you observe, if you decide to observe being with yourself alone in private or around others who maybe have similar beliefs, know that's your choice. God has given us many ways to find our way. Our options are filled with unlimited resources. And we have a lot of the answers to our challenges in life if we listen. This led me to think and also reflect on two questions myself. One, what does observation look like for me? It's my time. Yes, it's a time for myself to spend with me. Now, I usually have a ritualized practice for morning observation time. And during the day, I continually make time with the small moments in life to use observation, let's say, more informally. And lastly, I use observation before bed to reflect on my behavior, my thoughts, my actions, my beliefs about the day, and if I did things pleasing to God. This led me to think of the second reflective question. What is my connection with God? And what are the weaknesses and strengths in this relationship? God has been part of my life even before my mom and dad knew I existed. So a core belief I have is that God is my true parent. God, God is also within, as I am a creation of God. I'm not separate from God. I am God-like, with a desire to engage in activities, thoughts, behavioral responses that are pleasing and honorable. And one way of 
performing my observation is through meditation. I wanted to share with you one of my favorite meditations practices. So let's set up things a little bit first before we practice. For this practice, I encourage you to consider limiting any distractions, including sounds, visual distractions, pets, and other things that may disrupt your process. Oftentimes I will silence my phone if I need to keep my phone near me. Um, so for this practice, you may want to consider um, turning off all notifications so you're not disrupted in the process. Then I encourage you to think about your space. For example, do you want to lie down, sit, or have a particular seating method? Maybe that's most suitable for you at this moment. I usually sit with my feet I usually will sit with my feet crossed or with my hands on my knees in a kneeling posture. That's typically my morning stuff. In the afternoon and the evening times, it gets a little bit more informal, either lying down or more um, less structured way to sit, I'll say. Just be careful with the lying down because you don't want to fall asleep. So we're going to set aside about 15 minutes together. This is your time to use however it is helpful to you. I will engage in this practice with you. And although you can't see me, you can hear my voice knowing that there will be extended, maybe uncomfortable periods of silence and that this may be hard to tolerate. So if it is one of your formal practices, show compassion with yourself. Know that there are gonna be periods where there will be silence and that that is all a part of the practice. Know that the silence is providing you opportunities and during those opportunities, you will discover ways to go deeper and deeper. You will also have the opportunity to have a shared experience with me, a shared meditative experience with me. Keep in mind, there's no judgment. No one's watching you. There's no need to criticize yourself or judge yourself or feel like you're not doing it in the right way. There is no right way. There is no wrong way. It will simply be your practice at this moment that we are sharing together. So go ahead and push pause. And when you're ready to come back, let's start. Let's begin our meditation. Coming to a place that is useful for your body, knowing that you may choose to close your eyes, open your eyes, or even change throughout the practice. Taking a few long, deep breaths, 
just allowing your body to settle in to your practice wherever you're at. Taking a breath in, expanding your diaphragm as you inhale and exhale through your nose, pushing all the air out, contracting your stomach in towards your spine and taking another long, deep breath in. And exhale. Just settling into your practice. Come into this present moment and let everything that doesn't concern you leave. Bringing your awareness to your breath. Let's take another breath in. Not judging your breathing, just becoming aware of how you're breathing. And taking another breath in, a deep breath, and exhaling it. As you start to become aware of your breathing, allow your breath to be normal, not controlling it in any way. Just breathing. No need to focus or concentrate, just simply observing the natural flow in and out. Becoming aware of your breath. As you continue to breathe naturally with every inhale and exhale, allowing yourself to become more relaxed, more comfortable, more loving.
if your mind starts to wander, bring it back to focus on your breath, calming your breathing in and out through your nose. There's no judgment. You're just present. Allow your breath to go in and out naturally through your body. And with every exhale, you feel yourself becoming more relaxed, more comfortable, and more loving. If your mind starts to wander, that's okay. You're not going to criticize yourself. You're not going to judge yourself. You are having a great practice. Come back to your breath and let the other thoughts float away. Bringing your awareness to your breath. Inhale and exhale. Remember, this is the practice you need in this moment. No need to judge it, worry about it, or be concerned. Let that thought drift away. You are moving towards wellness.
You are finding your happiness. You are achieving your success. And when your mind wanders and convinces you to think of something different, let it go and bring your attention back to your breath. Taking long, deep breaths in through your nose. And exhaling. And with every exhale, allowing your body to go deeper, more relaxed. More calm. Your breath is flowing in and out of your body in a natural healing, beautiful way. Take notice of any sensations that you may be experiencing without judgment, just taking notice as the air moves in and out of your body. Exhale. Allow your body to relax. 
go deeper. More relaxed. If your mind begins to wander, simply bring it back to the breath, observing and taking notice of all the sensations in your body as you breathe in and out. And as we wrap up our practice, we're going to take the last couple of breaths together. So let's take a long inhale through our nose. And exhale through our mouth. Another inhale through your nose. And exhale, pushing all the air out. And thank you for the practice that you've shared with me in this moment. And may it bring you peace, happiness, wellness, and success. I wanted to include a conversation about spiritual trauma, but I'm just too relaxed. And you're too relaxed too. So know this, spiritual traumas impact us at the core. It is a disruption in the mind, body, and spirit. If you think you are experiencing a spiritual trauma, seek out trained and professionals to help support you through this process. I will explore more about spiritual traumas and progressive muscle relaxations in seven weeks. That will be the next time that we get to the O again. For more information on observation, please buy Heal Thy Mind, Seven Strategies Towards Mental Wellness, Happiness, and Success, available February, March of 2022. Next week, I will cover C for Compassion. Thank you for listening to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. I am your host, Tanya Octave. I am a licensed clinical social worker in California and Nevada. 
please share this podcast with others. Like if there's a button to do so and subscribe to my channel. This lets me know the work is valuable and I will continue to share simple techniques to move you towards wellness, happiness, and success. I will end by saying, in order to successfully complete the journey of life, everyone needs to evolve spiritually. Ancient Kemetic Proverb.